Hi, I'm Cameron, and I don't just read comics. I spend a lot of money on them also. Welcome to a super special annual episode of Cameron Reads Comics, where we are going to talk to the owner and manager of Pulp Fiction Comics in Long Beach, California. Fun fact, this is the comic shop where I first started my pull list, and I still pick up my books from them on a weekly basis. I think it's one perspective to be an avid reader of comics and pop culture material, but it is a completely different perspective to be the retailer distributing those materials. So I wanted to interview my friend and retailer, Ryan Skinner, from my local comic shop, Pulp Fiction. Ryan is also going to be talking about an upcoming event called Comics for a Cause. So stay tuned, and here is your super special annual episode of Cameron Reads Comics. Alrighty. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Cameron. Welcome to Cameron Reads Comics. Uh, this is a super special episode because Ryan is someone that knows me better than a lot of people. You are not only my friend, but you are the guy who actually probably gets more of my money concentrated <laughs> on a weekly basis than anywhere else. There's me and your drug dealer, or maybe I just am your drug dealer. <laughs> it's I'm like, hey, Ryan. Ryan's like, do you need a bag? And I'm like, no, I need it in my veins. All right. <laughs> um, so, Ryan, briefly, could you just tell us about like what you do and where you work? Uh, yeah, I, I own a comic book store. The best comic book store. <laughs> you can say that. I'm... I'm I'll say it in my head. Uh, I own Pulp Fiction Comics in Long Beach, California. Uh, this is the uh, original Pulp Fiction. There's more than one. And uh, yeah, you had the you had the questions that you you had sent me. Like I don't know how much of that history you want to know. Oh but, no, you can <laughs> you can put in as much as you want because really I think okay. So why Ryan is here is for number one, lots of reasons, but mostly you offer this perspective to this industry that is now. It, it always has, but I think no, it's yeah. Right ahead. now, it has especially permeated culture, yes. and so you have this window into, I guess, so the ramifications of that, and like providing people the source material. And so I think I wanted to give you this platform to be able to share number one, like tips and tricks at sure. your local comic shop, but then also your perspective of being here because I think this podcast is for people that I want it to be for people that are new to comics, but also like. For the seasoned vets that I'm like, oh, Ryan, like if you could tell these Polish customers one thing, what would you tell them? And then right. you're, I also just wanted to hear, it's always fun to hear your, yeah. uh, your journey through well, this medium. Let's, let's, let's do that. And I'll try not to make it like a life story or anything. Um, I want it, baby. So I, ha I've actually, I'm not like, oh, I've been loving comic books since I was a little kid. Not really. Mine's a little bit different. So I had comic books when I was a kid sometimes. I got them sometimes. Like Me after too. a baseball game or, you know, if I got a good grade on a test yeah. or something like that. Um, and I'm a 90s kid. So when I did get a comic book, it was probably X-Men or Spawn <laughs> or, you know, what You're have a you. Todd McFarlane guy. And as a kid, yeah, yeah absolutely. And it, um, actually, I'll come back around to that later. Yeah. So I... I got comic books sometimes, but they were never like in sequence. I never like, you know, it was just the same comic book I had like 
20 comic books in a shoebox that I'd read over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, and I never really had anything to kind of like latch onto. I, I kind of like, you know, drifted away from it because I don't know, sports and, uh, yeah. gr- you know, just other things. Were you about to say girls? That's okay. Girls, you know, You're, hey, yeah. I am. Hey, my mom told me with my girlfriend on my first date. Or being scared to death of girls, you know, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> more often than not. Um, but uh, so fast forward a million years later, um, and I was just, I was getting out of high school, just getting, uh, getting into college. And uh, I was a very avid reader, but I was reading, you know, novels and books and watching tons of movies i just i i mean this is when netflix was just getting started and i had that six disc at a time plan oh. and I, I i movies are probably still my first love in terms yeah. of like going completely down the rabbit hole but that's important because that led the way to other things because yeah. it's just like where do you get other stories where else can i find yeah. other things and i'll never forget it so i was watching cable history channel or something and you can still watch it to this day because I'm pretty sure the whole thing's narrated by Keith David. Uh, oh, and he, there was—I can't remember what it was called, but it was—it was a documentary series just on comic books in, in general, like a, like a very broad overview, you know? Yeah. And it got to uh, you know 1986, right? Yeah. And then it was like, oh, then this thing—you know—I'm not going to try to do a Keith David voice. But you, can, <laughs> you can imagine his sexy deep voice. Um, and he was uh, like. It changed everything forever. Watchmen and the Dark Knight Returns yeah. and Mouse, you know, but really Dark Knight Returns and and uh, and Watchmen. I never, even, I had no idea what those were. You of know? course, in, in me and my head, I'm like a comic book to me is still this thing that I picked up in the '90s, right? Yeah. Like, and that's uh, or like things I found in thrift marts or pick and saves and and, and things pick like and that. Save, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and anyway, that is a callback. Um, and uh, so I'm like, word. I thought comic books, like I thought comic books were like this thing. Yeah. But like as a person who was getting into school for like literature and stuff like the idea that like i didn't know that comic books were like you know considered literature or whatever oh, yeah. so that's I, the the only reason this exists this podcast is like to let that be known too i have oh, a lot sure. of reasons but that reason i'm like i know you started the whole thing with mr miracle from what i remember yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, by tom king's mr miracle and and that is definitely like in that uh uh, uh vein in, in that camp you know yeah. all those other things um, so anyway, I, I, I went to, uh, I went to my local comic book shop and I, I bought Watchmen. I bought Dark Knight Returns. Oh, really? I, I, I took them home and I read them all in one weekend. How old were you? Uh, 18. Okay. Uh, 17, 18. Um, that was it. That was yeah. the beginning. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, and and it, it's not like a, it's not a super like special or unique story. I think that's a lot of people's story, like that kind of gateway book. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it really does speak to the power of that stuff. And, you know, it just went from there with snowballed, like what else is classic? I read everything by Alan Moore. Um, you know, uh, checked out other things by Frank Miller and seeing what the <laughs> hell, like check out hard boiled, check out, you yeah. know, like all, all these other random books, get find, discover Neil Gaiman, read all of Sandman, you yeah. know, all that stuff. Uh, most of it kind of that British invasion, like that vertigo era, oh, yeah. uh, stuff that still has such a strong impact on me to this day. And, um, I won't. So then, okay. So then that from there, I get into monthly comic books and I'm still all hooked on, uh, the story and writing and, uh, like capital L literature kind of things. So yeah. I, I, I would say that I'm still babe in the woods when it comes to comic books. Cause I, oh, I, really? oh yeah, I think so. I think, I think about Ryan when he's 17, 18 years old and I go, Oh, you little boy. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you little boy. You have no idea. Yeah. Uh, I remember picking up like Shaolin cowboy, um, off the shelf around that time and just being like, this is some silly shit and put it back. Oh. And I'm like, Oh, you dork. Like, <laughs> 
that that book yeah. is so good. Are you kidding me? Jeff Darrow's artwork's incredible. It's so imaginative. The action's insane. I, there's those whole other dimensions to comic books that I didn't even yeah. register, you know, at that time. Um, and then what happened was I started getting into monthly books or tried to, and uh, the local comic shop, you know, I, I couldn't, I didn't have any friends that were reading comic books. Oh I, my gosh! You know, yep. Uh, it, it, in, and I know you had a similar situation, um, and. I probably would have fallen out. I probably would have just gotten back into movies and back yeah. into everything else and kind of like left comic books behind if it wasn't for um, being in a uh, – uh, Mike was so smart. The former owner would do all kinds of crazy, crazy stuff to like reach out and, 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 and see if he could get new people. Yeah. One thing he did, weird scheme, was I was going to Cal State Long Beach at the time, and he had – uh, there's a copy copy pro store. It's where you would go and you'd pick up like your packet uh, for your class, like oh, yeah. a, like a big ass thing. They got uh, photocopied a bunch and oh, you yeah. pay them forty bucks or whatever. So inside there, while you're waiting, there's a just a rack of graphic novels, and um, it says you know it says Pulp Fiction and uh, Thirty Days a Night was on there. Um, and that was the first time I'd ever. I was like, oh my god, because I was getting really into horror movies yeah. and stuff like that at the time. Now people that know me now, I'm like a horror nerd. Um, yeah. And uh, Thirty Days a Night was like so wild. I took it home and I read that, and I, I, it blew my mind. Like that kind of that was sort of an introduction to the indie scene. I think more than anything, um, I wasn't reading like quote unquote classics anymore. This was yeah. just this was this weird like vampires and Antarctica thing, and Ben Templesmith's artwork is just like so abstract and strange um so anyway i'm like i didn't even know there was another comic book shop in long beach yeah. uh and i went over there and visited and just total opposite made friends ended up spending hours in there having oh, yeah. like debates and conversations uh -huh. and going over books i didn't have any money mike mike would sell used graphic novels which is such a big deal to me at the time oh uh, my gosh that's i live it you're used to right you know it's it's i i, I get it like i was there yeah. you know and it was so great because you'd read things that you never you mm -hmm. would never probably just pick up on your own yeah um and uh, that was kind of the beginning. That was it. You know, I I, 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 I actually became a part of the community yeah. and um, uh, spent enough time there to where uh, when an opportunity did pre present itself when they needed help, um, you know, I, I started helping them with conventions and things like that. And mm -hmm. I then I, start, I, I, uh, I I got a teaching credential and then I abandoned it. Oh, good. Um, yeah, it was, it was also <laughs> I just like I. Uh, I made a little home at Pulp Fiction that I just yeah. couldn't leave, and that's been ten years. Good, um, that's awesome. And uh, Mike was looking to retire and wanted to make sure the store kept going, so I'm honored by the uh, uh, the uh, opportunity, and yeah. I I hope to you know carry it forward into another twenty years, hopefully. Yeah, you know, and this is this shop is you know I've been to a lot of shops. It just it's 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 exceptionally different. Number one, I think you guys want books in people's hands in a very different way because. Uh, based on just your like all time sale, which is uh thirty percent off all books, which is awesome. You know what I mean? Like that's all the convincing for for me that it took. Cause I, I remember I used to go I, I used to buy uh comics from like Book Off. Yeah. Which is like a local used bookstore, just whatever, and whatever I'd pick up and I was very I just didn't have an income that I didn't have a job in high school. So I was like, yeah. all right, well whatever petty cash I had, I'd always the first thing I did with like my first couple of paychecks was complete my I had a I had one DVD set of Batman the Animated Series yeah. like the Kevin Conroy Bruce Tim piece of art it was I was I was like I knew I liked this show and when I saw it I was like oh my gosh I only have one I had the fourth season because when they changed the animation style in that one I like fell in love and so I was like 
I want to buy the other three. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought those. Then I was like, well, I need Superman. Well, I need Justice yeah. League. Well, yeah, I, need... I did the same thing. Exactly. So with my first paycheck, that's what I bought. And so I'd go like sporadically spend money. And my, that job was actually, I worked at Hollister in the yeah. mall. I was a, I was yeah. a model. Yeah. I, I can believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I can. You guys hear them. You can't see them, but <laughs> <laughs> my mom always told me how to face for radio. So here we are now. <laughs> um, and so I, and then the book off was in that mall. And so then there's some characters that I knew I'd want to read. So I'm like, Ooh, I really, I always loved Kyle Rayner. And yeah. then I knew that baptism of fire was like right. one of the best Kyle Rayner stories. And so I was like, Oh, well, they have it here for 10 bucks. And then I'd take my buddy to book off and he's like, Oh, you should really go to Pulp Fiction. And I was like, I was like, Oh, like, okay. Like what, what's, what's up with there? And he's like, cause I just had weird interactions at comic book yeah. stores. You know what I mean? And so then I was, I went to Pulp and they had like that all time sale. And then they had a used book rack, which yeah. is probably where I spend most of my time when I come here anyways. Cause yeah. I'm just like, number one, it's like finding books in the wild. It's oh, like, it's Oh, so much fun. Especially when you don't know like what, what is this? Yeah. What? Wait, I thought I knew everything. What is this thing? <laughs> oh my gosh. And then you guys will do image sales, like indie comics. And like, you're talking about your like awakening. I think I spent like my first probably two years here when I was coming and before I even had a pull list, I probably came here like weekly for a year and I would just spend my paycheck money when I had another job. And I was like, Ooh, I want to go buy like, I remember I bought my first absolute here. I bought absolute yeah. green lantern, uh, yeah. rebirth. And yeah. then I bought like, on, on the used rack and then I started just like okay well I want to know what's going on in comics now and it was like post new 52 so then I started buying Scott Snyder's Batman and I'm like wow this is all really good and then I like that was my first poll ever was I think by issue it was like during uh, death in the family yeah like, so this is a second story arc yeah you're not going too far in yeah exactly so I'm like I'm like I'm getting I was like okay well I can pick these up I'm all caught up on the trades and so I just want to read it and then I remember Carl, who was a guy who worked yeah. here. He's like, it's about time you started a pull list. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, we just we just push you into the pool, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I was like, I don't want to spend too much money here. And then that philosophy went way out the yeah. window. Because then, you know, oh, wow, I really like this. Oh, Scott Snyder's doing Justice League? Oh, man, I need to, you know, like, and it, obviously, Tales Oldest Time, if you guys listen, then you know. Um, Actually, random transition, but I want to make sure we hit on this yeah. before we get any deeper into the the zeitgeist of the comic store. Please, will you tell us about an event that's going on? Comics oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. a Thank cause. You. This is why you're the podcast host. I just want to make sure we hit this because it's so important, and that's that's the that's why we're doing this. Ryan's so great. I hit him up like two like two days ago, like a week ago, and we kind of really squared everything yesterday yeah. to record today, so this episode can come out tomorrow. Please tell us about comics for a cause. Of course. Um, so, so it's, today's Friday, the something. I don't. June fourth, I think today. It is. Um, and uh, so in ten days, uh, Saturday, June twelfth, uh, from four thirty to nine thirty, Alex's Bar. You, if you've, you've either been there, you've heard of it. Uh, it's in Long Beach, California. It's a long. It's it's a Long Beach mainstay yeah. uh, music venue uh, bar. Um, lots of really famous bands have played there. Yeah. Uh, uh, the uh, Pick a Destiny movie. What is, uh, what is the uh, 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 Reliant K? No, no. What the hell's Jack... the name of the band? Jack Black's thing. Oh, it's, it's Tenacious a... D. So I was t- close. Tenacious D. Um, they shot they shot like a scene in the movie. Uh, a scene from the movie there. Um, and uh, you know, Alex's bar has been around f- forever. Um, they had a really hard time during the pandemic, like a lot of people do. They don't serve food, so yeah. those of you that are kind of paying attention to the pandemic rules, uh, yeah. that made things real tough. Uh, yeah. uh, you really had no mode of income, um, 
And uh, so I was approached by uh, the nicest guy in the world. His name's Bruce Zebel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's an ex-professional wrestler, current, <laughs> current, current hard-time rocker. Um, who's uh, play, him and his, both him and his wife played at Alex's Bar a lot of times. Yeah. And um, he was just a rad dude to meet, and he approached me with this thing. He said, I'm doing a, uh, uh, I'm putting together a fundraiser event for Alex's Bar. I said, I'm all about it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, would you be willing to like do donations and be a part of it? And I'm like, yes, all those things. Uh, I'm a, I'm a new comic book store owner and yeah. this is just like a perfect opportunity to like get involved in the community, do something yeah. Long Beach related. And, um, so what this is basically is, um, it's a free event. Free. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely free. Um, there's going to be food supply and demand is going to be there with food. Um, there's going to be uh, live, uh, podcast tapings. Uh, there's going to be a DJ, but more importantly, there's going to be a, a silent auction and mm-hmm. all the money, uh, all the, all the money goes to the benefit of, uh, Alex's bar. And I've donated a crap ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't seen what all everybody else's brought to the table because yeah. he got donations from other comic book stores. He got donations from like Comic Tom, you might know. Oh my uh, gosh, I love Comic Tom. Uh, uh, um, and and, and a, a lot of other folks. Um, but just based on what I gave, you can come up on some really cool stuff yeah. for probably not a lot of money because you, you go up and you put your, your number in. If nobody comes in, you know, yeah. eclipses your number, you go home with something really sweet yeah. um, and you get to help a good cause. So so that's what's going on. Um, it, it, it's uh, it's from four thirty to nine thirty on June twelfth, um, and I'm going to be there. Uh, a Ryan's, couple- you could meet Ryan Skinner, guys. <laughs> you should go. Uh, the elusive Ryan Skinner, <laughs> um, and uh, and Torpedo Comics is going to be there from Orange County. Atomic Basement from downtown, and uh, Nuclear Comics from Orange County. So it's going to be also. What's really cool about it is this is kind of like a little mini comic book convention. Yeah, uh, the closest we've had to one um, in a long time. Um, we're, of course we're all looking forward to like proper conventions, but in the meantime, yeah. I'm so excited to converse with people, socialize with folks I haven't seen in a while, drink a beer and yeah, yeah. like try to try to like sell some books for a good, sell some comic books for a good cause. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's, yeah. that's like a dream come true. Yeah. It, it sounds, I, I'm going to definitely be there too. I'm not going to be a live podcast host because I just didn't get on that. That's on me, but it doesn't sound like this is the, the last time they're going to do it either, which no. is going to be awesome. Um, if, if people show up for this, he plans to do more. In fact, um, I don't know if, well, you guys can see the poster I put on social media, but the, the poster that they put together for this is really neat. It's actually like the first cover of a comic book. And yeah. that was intentional, uh, because this is number one, oh, uh, awesome. right? So, uh, this is the first print. This is the first yeah. appearance of, uh, uh, comics for a cause, uh, uh, save our stages. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, Bruce was on our show uh, a couple of weekends ago on our Tuesday live unboxing show. And, uh, he's a super cool guy. I would never do anything like this. I, I got yeah. so much stuff going on. Like for somebody to just do this out of the goodness of their heart or whatever, um, for, you know, as much work as it would take, that's, it's really neat. Yeah. Um, and it, Long Beach better show up. That's why I keep shaming my customers and be like, you better come. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. Long Beach needs to represent, you know, this well, you is know, our hood. We were talking to just like literally a part of your, I guess, journey. A part of my journey is I didn't have very many friends that like comics, but now this is literally a place of people who enjoy this stuff to support a local institution. That is there's, if, if you know, hey, people can have plans and whatever, but also there's no reason you couldn't just swing by and yeah. like throw some money towards something cool yeah. and help your if, if you're from Long Beach, help your community, whatever it be. So it's, I we that's the reason we're here today mostly, and I'm so glad to talk about Ryan. But we wanted to mostly plug Comics for a Cause because yes. it's a great thing that's going to happen, and it's also going to be fun. Like you have the chance to win cool stuff, and yeah. like 
don't know, just comics for comics' sake, in my uh, opinion. Too. I can't wait, man. I, I'm a lush. I'm. I, I just can't wait to just drink and hang out with people. It's, it's been. Yep. It's been a year and a half. You know. Seriously. Um, seriously. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm so looking forward to it. Oh yeah, you know what also is very cool about this from your perspective is that like you are doing potentially a step that could get another next genner in here. That's my hope. Yeah, I mean he's like, oh, you can come and sell things. I don't really know what I'm doing yet, but I'm like, I don't know if I really want to sell it. I just want people to come to my shop. Yeah, uh, I mean I already gave him so much stuff. People yeah. should go spend their money on those things yeah. benef- benefit the bar. But I am hoping to see a lot of new faces and, yeah. and be like, hey, you know what? We're just right down the street. Which actually transitions so nicely. They really are. It's, we literally are right yeah. down the street. It's the same street for sure. So that's awesome. Uh, but it's like, I don't know, the potential in that to, to, it's like you could reach yourself in a way. And that is so awesome. Yes. Yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it's so important. You have to be kind of almost ushered into the, the combo community in some, some, some ways. Like something needs to bring you into it. Like sometimes you bring yourself into it, but it doesn't quite work out. Like you said, some awkward, yeah. awkward, uh, situations sometimes, but like, um, once you become a part of that community, it doesn't matter if you had friends that were into comic books because you're going to make new friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you come in here on a Wednesday, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's popping. It's, you're going to, you're going to have to see people arguing about things, people commiserating <laughs> about things, laughing and making jokes and stuff. And yeah. it, it's a really good time. It's a good, you know, that's actually one of my most positive experiences is working at a comic book store. I've even worked here very briefly. And so it's just like, it's super fun to the community, the conversations and like everyone's two cents is interesting. And everyone's take like, that's the cool. That's uh, my favorite part about this medium is just like, oh wow, what what is your take on the newest Batman? On the newest take on Batman or the fifteen thousandth take? Let's be honest. But um, yeah. Okay, transitioning now. Um, how long have so you, you've been working? I think you may have said in the industry for ten years. Yeah, I guess it's been over a decade or close to it. I actually also, I, I think I started working for Pulp Fiction right around the same time that New Fifty Two was getting going. So oh my gosh, I don't know how long ago that is now at this point, but that, that's kind of my my way I remember. Has your inclination always been like? Because you said you started with like you know your bread and butter DC and Marvel yeah. like the f- flag flagship book retailers when how long do you think it took you to transition into indies because that's what i know you as it's actually i I think i started more with indies i I would say like i I didn't really want i only read superhero comics at first if i was told that they were like you know like you gotta read this it's amazing like the dark knight returns that's not just a batman comic that's the dark knight returns yeah um it took a while to kind of like get to other stuff i actually i I was so into indie books um i had to learn to like superhero comics yeah Uh, yeah that's a lot of people and uh uh i i i look back now and i feel like i was kind of a pretentious asshole uh some things um but uh good comic books come from everywhere uh and it my soul indie books are still the things that kind of get me the most excited, but, um, I love all kinds of super. I can start listing off all of my favorite superhero yeah. comic books now, you know? Um, but it, uh, it took a minute. I, I, I was, I was a little, I was a little like a uh, bitter boy. Uh, yeah. you know, like, why isn't anybody buying this book? Uh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. book is way better. Um, that's so, fu- I feel like that's so many takes <laughs> in like industry. Like, People feel like they they have to have an opinion on Superman, yeah. like whether or not he's OP, whether or not he's valid, whether or not he's boring or not. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, people are just allowed to like things. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I'm way over all that stuff. And yeah. you know, if you're if you're somebody that's already in a community or getting into a community or you know becoming part of a community, just remember, you know, every book is probably somebody's favorite book. And, Ooh, that's uh, a good. And and you know, uh, not everything is for everybody. Um, yeah. I have stuff that I 
freaking love, you know, yeah. week to week. And then I don't recommend it to anybody, you know, That's and they're like, well, why? I'm like, well, cause there's me and maybe like two other people that I think maybe have the very same specific taste that yeah. I have. And then books that I read that I think have a broader appeal that I do try to like recommend to everybody. Yeah. Um, but don't, don't, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with liking things. Don't be a jerk. Yeah, no, I think absolutely. We, I, I second that message. I think it's also, I think number one, what you just said too is so important is that like every book is probably someone's favorite book. Like, you know, and really I never want to go on here. Like if there's a book I've read and I don't like, uh, I, I'm not trying to go on this platform and talk about a book I don't like. I want to like all of the books because yeah. like you were saying earlier, the potential within this medium is just so profound. And like, I think that's why it's also, I think I did the opposite way that you did. I started in yeah. comics and then comics got me into movies. Cause right. I'm like, and, and I think that's why we're seeing this. It, influx of success with adaptation oh without a doubt because it's like it's the most translatable like medium it's still so wild to me though man because i for these movies have been around since i I mean i remember so my first san diego comic-con would have been when they showed the trailer for iron man the original really yeah and and so i was in that hall h thing oh my goodness that was really exciting you kind of felt like you were on the ground floor of something you know special yeah Um, but I think that was like in 2006. So what has it been now? 20 years? No, 20. What the hell am I talking about? 10, 15 years. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, Marvel movies were coming out and they were really popular. So Winter Soldier is kind of the thing that I keep going back to. Winter Soldier was incredibly popular. It was a great movie, huge hit. Um, and you know what? We sold like, we did sell some extra copies of Captain America Winter Soldier for a little while. And then that's it. And I don't know what has happened. Something has completely changed. Yeah. It, it's there's been like a floodgate tipping over situation um, where uh, I hope it never goes back. You know, yeah. uh, it'd be nice if it was just kind of like this forever. And if you don't know what me and Cameron are talking about, again from a retail's perspective, sales are up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Th- things were already like heading that way before the pandemic. Like comic books seemed like they were kind of heading towards like the way people look at vinyl or yeah. collect sneakers or it's exactly you know, it. whatever. Um, and then the pandemic just like launched it into overdrive. People yeah. were at home, they were stuck with their computers um, and they, they're getting their, 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 their stizzies, you know, they're getting, <laughs> they're, they're getting those stimulus checks and, yeah. uh, and, and they're recapturing their childhood and kind of reentering this whole thing now bolstered by all of these years of movies now um, where it's all acceptable to the mainstream, yeah. more than acceptable, completely like applauded and, and, and loved and revered yeah, absolutely. And, and no signs of slowing either, you no. know? So um, now it's, it's great. Cause I, you know, that term gatekeeper. Yes. Um, I hate that. You know, why would anybody be that? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, I'm still just as an, I'm not quite as annoying, but I'm also pretty annoying. I'm a gate like usherer. Uh, I get really mad when people walk past the gate. I get, yeah. I, I'm like, what do you do? Oh where are you guys going? There's nothing for you down there. Come through this gate. This yeah. gate, this gate's where you want to be. Yeah. Um, and now I'm having to work a little less hard for that. Like people yeah. are wanting to get through the gate and then how do I get in the gate? I'm like, getting in the gate, it's easy. Right here. I will like, show here, you. Right here, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly and actually I'll probably transition to my other my next question, but before that, I have an anecdote off that is how many people are a question for you? How many people do you think have come in or, or maybe your friends that were telling you, oh, I'd never read a comic. And then it just takes one. If you, you put the right book in their hand and they're just like, oh, my gosh, I love comics forever. I'm going um, to be careful about how I answer this. Uh, I've gotten a lot of people into comic books anyway. Um, but I would say a little bit different than what you're saying. It's the people that start asking for comic books that are not necessarily like friends of mine, but like acquaintances or like 
somebody for my wife's job, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, what is she really? Like if she's asking for a comic book, something's changing. Yeah. Um, that's, that's pretty wild. Uh, and, so and even my wife herself, uh, she's a wonderful human being who, when we were first dating, I did, I am, I'm, I'm going to give some relationship advice because I've, I've been in a relationship for 15, 16 years. And okay. You got some. Really, okay. Here we go. Um, don't do, if, if you're the boyfriend or the other girlfriend yeah. or you're the, the boyfriend and the boyfriend or the girlfriend, the girlfriend, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're yeah. one half of the That's equation, uh, your SO, don't force your things on people. Yeah. Right. Like you, it, it's annoying. And if you're stubborn, like my wife is, and I love her very much, uh, she will react exactly the opposite to that. She, <laughs> it took, I, 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 and, and she's still not like, uh, a comic book nerd or anything like that, but like even recently on her own. Cause I had to, you know, now I just kind of put a comic book like out like cookies for, you know, Santa Claus. You just kind of hope, you know, yeah, I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. I'm just gonna leave it out here. Uh, and it's been like years. I never do anything. And then like, she's like, well, well I want to read this. What's this? I'm like, okay. You know, and I try not to like kill it, you know, like Chris Farley and Tommy boy, like I've killed my sale. Um, and it's, uh, uh, even she, you know, like, and it's like, okay, think something's, something's in the water. Yeah, no. And I, I feel that too. It's just cause it's like, oh my God, I was, I started it earlier, but my mom told me on my first date with my girlfriend, she's like, don't bring up comic books. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I know not to do that, but cause it's also, you know, at, on the opposite end of that equation, I I always my my first posture is to always share the books. I'm like, right. just you know, let's get books in people's hands. Yeah. Because if anything, I've read that book and I get to talk to you about it now, yeah, yeah. which is literally why I started a podcast, um, amongst fifteen thousand other reasons. But then, like, on the other end, it's I feel like it's like my own secret place that yeah. I get to enjoy and just like, oh my gosh, like, when when, how can it for I guess for me, how can I like. If, this is a very popular book right now, but I'm like, Donny Cates is Thor. I'm just like, I read that. And I'm like, that is just my cherished time. And, yeah. and I feel like, you know, because I don't have very many people to talk with it about just in my immediate circle. I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Like I'm, I feel like I have this little secret that nobody knows about that also is like the highest selling book. Well, you, you can talk to me about everything up to issue like eight, cause that's about <laughs> when I still had time to read it. And now, yeah. and, and now I'm too damn busy. All I read is number ones. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Going <laughs> into next, we need to, uh, I, I think, I think, Going back to new readers, yeah. uh, I wanted to talk to you about like what is uh, what's the most popular title that you hand to new readers? Uh, saga. That's I was yeah number that. one with a bullet. Um, it's still it's still such a like heavy hitter. Um, when Saga returns because it's been on hiatus now for a hundred years. Yeah, it's been forever. Um, it's gonna be so massive. Uh. I hope that that's happening. <laughs> you think? It, no, I don't. I of yeah. course it will. I just you know who knows. Uh, she's probably Fiona's probably just drawing her, her ass off, um, and, and then it'll be like surprise, it's all done. Here you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, We're gonna get a compendium. Yeah, I don't even know. I have no idea. But with those guys, there's always a surprise. Um, Saga was always still. It's still kind of one of my go tos, even if it's from some, even if it's for somebody that I don't know very well yet um, and don't really know their tastes. Yeah, it's a good way for me to kind of gauge that how they react to it. But That's even, a if good, they, yeah. even if they hate it, I, what I say to them is I go, this is one, if the most pop, one of, if not the most popular uh, comic books. Um, so why don't you read it just so you can see where you kind of like uh, yeah. fit in with the community. You know what I mean? Like, do you like this? Okay, good. That means that you and a lot of other people do. Do you hate this? Okay. So you're not maybe so mainstream. Let's, let's see yeah. if we can find something else for you. Um, but Saga was huge. Uh, I, I still think, um, 
one of the biggest reasons it's been doing so well is it appeals to women equally uh, as, yeah. it, as it appeals to men um, or, you know, both genders uh, or, you know, whatever. Uh, I see classic, classic genders. Yeah. Um, and classic genders, the fuck. Uh, <laughs> and the, the uh, uh, and so, and that's so important. Um, yeah. So I think still, like when you just look at units sold in terms of graphic novels, it's it, it has to still be killing everybody. It is. That's because when I worked at I worked at a shop in Iowa, and so when I worked there, I was like, uh, it was just the easiest book. We never had stock of it because yeah. it we didn't have as, uh, very much shelf space, and so like we didn't have very much stock. And then it'd be like, oh, I want to read a non-mainstream comic. You know, it, Saga for all intents, Image might as well just be the they're the, they're the third Marvel. biggest publisher. Exactly. It's just like they're we. We know that and understand that by yeah. now, but uh, with Boom also, Boom is shaking behind. things I up. Love Boom Boom Studios. They, um, they they have they have they've made giant strides. I just looked over your shoulder and I just have something is killing the children staring at me in the face right now, and so, so it's just funny because I I think one of your questions is also I, I would say that overall Saga, yeah, but like probably like on a on a new kid on the block because they're up to issue 17, 16. Yeah, I think 16. 16, 17 is next. Um, and this book is so hot. Uh, it's insane. This, this, Whenever they get to making this into like a show or whatever it is they're doing, it's going to absolutely blow the roof off. Um, you know, I'm so glad James Tinian is having the year that he's having. Yeah, Department of Truth Yeah, as another huge gain. Um, uh, collect... One of the also the things of the current like what's going on with with the industry. It's, it's not just like new readers getting into comic books, discovering comic books as a storytelling medium and all that kind of jazz. Collecting collecting is back. Yeah, I mean not yeah. like it ever left. You know, the people that have been collecting the whole time hate this right now because it's driving up the prices and all their books. It is. And so, so the ones that are selling, they're happy. And all the other ones that want to buy are like I, all these stupid people that are just joining the industry now. I hate them. Oh, yeah. But um, I'm like also start a pull list and your all your problems are solved. Dude, start. Well, you had a question. I think one of your other questions in your list. You I'll, can maybe just, I'll, 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 I'll answer that one brother, then. All right. <laughs> uh, I think your question was, uh, well, what's my advice to? Uh, uh, oh yeah, what's the if you had you have a microphone now? What's the one? What's the one thing that you would tell Polo's customers? Uh, I would say, do your homework. I know it's not you know, comic books shouldn't be homework. Comic books are fun. Yeah. Um, actually, I want to do two. I'm going to have one that's like anything like you want. Actual practical advice if you're like if you're like a collector and trying to trying to get, like get books, and, but then also kind of more of a uh, I guess like philosophical kind of thing. So yeah, my philosophical yeah. thing is uh, I say this sometimes and I haven't found a way to say, to say it that doesn't sound kind of rude. You're um, great. It, it, it's uh, 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 don't forget to read your comics, not just buy them. Yeah. Uh, uh, a lot a lot of folks you know they got pull lists. They're coming in every week and they're grabbing their books. And it's hard. I can attest to this. Yeah. I've been stuck in number one land forever. I got to read the number yeah. one so I can talk to customer about it every week. I'm dying to get caught up with series. Um, yeah. And uh, but a little bit goes a long way. Even if you're you're collecting a lot and you're like, oh, I don't have time. Like you were talking about with your Thor issue, just sit down and just trust me. Just exactly. it doesn't. 15 minutes. Just sit down and read a comic book. You will remember why you're doing all of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, you'll, yeah. You'll, it'll all come flooding back to you. Um, on that other tip, uh, join Pullbox, man. Um, we have a we have a pull Pullbox system here. Um, where you can you can hop onto a website, you can see what's coming out, you can inform yourself yeah. completely. I have a customer; she's only been into comic books now for a couple of years. Everybody that talks to her thinks she's been doing it forever. She 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 went from zero to sixty in like no time, um, and she knows more about what's going on than I do. She comes in All and right. says like, "Well, what about this cover?" And I'm like, "I don't know," <laughs> you know. And then I go and I pop in, and she find she's like she's giving everybody a run for their money. Um, all she does is just do her homework, um, yeah. and and. It, 
I guess homework doesn't sound like fun, but again, the collecting is fun, right? Like the hunt is, is fun. Yeah. Um, you can you can start getting like read your solicitations, look at it. Does it sound like they're going to introduce the next character in in in, in the yeah. next issue? Uh, if so, new character spec. Like uh, oh, oh everybody's going to run in to get that stuff. Like you know what? I here's here's my ear to the ground right now. I think yesterday they announced that Donny Cates is going to Donny Cates and Ryan Otley are taking over Hulk. Yeah. Go buy. Go already if you. If any book to pull, go pull that one. Within the first ten issues, Donny Cates is going to introduce someone new, and that book is going to be worth so much money, and you're never going to be able to find it for under a hundred dollars. Just go do it now. Yeah, I mean the history of that. I mean, if you look at Venom and, and his Thor run, and yeah. before then his Thanos run with characters like Cosmic Ghost Rider. Exactly. Um, you can follow those writers. Just look at their trajectories. Look at the way you know what what they leave in their wake, <laughs> as you said. Um, geez, like I feel like in Venom especially how many characters did he did he introduce and that's what comic books should be doing it used to be like that all the time you yeah. go back to like the silver age of comic books it was like every other issue new bad guy new bad guy you know yeah. or new you know new sidekick new whatever um and nobody knows who what's gonna blow up on that same tip on the flip side of that coin i would say if that sounds exhausting if that stuff takes you out of it maybe doesn't get you as some people get a little fatigued by like running yeah. around trying to find like a hit book um i just say just stay focused on what you like, okay? Yeah. I, 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 I still collect comic books. Uh, I even though I, you know, I'm a kid in a candy store basically mm -hmm. here. I have the keys to the kingdom, you know, ostensibly. Of course. But I got to stay focused. So I, I still, kind of the same Ryan I've always been. I only collect indie horror. That's oh, pretty much wow. the only that's thing. Awesome. That's pretty much the only thing I take home. Now it keeps me focused. It keeps me like like this is what I'm taking. This is what I'm collecting. And you know what? Do I end up with things that pop off? Yeah, but yeah. It, it it comes to you, right? Yeah. And, and and I'm not. I'm never disregarding the medium. I'm enjoying it the entire time. Like you know. Something's killed the children. I got a first print run of that. You know, we'll, 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 that's uh, a, that's an expensive run right now. But that was just, you know, that's just me. Like, this is a cool new horror book. That yeah. was all it was for me. Uh, so read what you like. Those are my three. I said I was going to do one. I did three. You know, here's, here's my one. I, I was, you, you're so funny. You haven't found a way to say that yet. I have found a way to say this and it may offend people, but I'm just, in my opinion, my number one thing from a retailer perspective, pick up your damn pull list. Oh, yeah. Like, don't, <laughs> don't just pull. Okay. So it's one thing to open the books, but in, now that I have this platform and I have someone who knows it, the struggle, <laughs> it's just like, I think it's so it's a social contract when you order a pull list because comic shops have to go buy those books on your behalf before they can retail them to you. It's on you because you reserved them to go pick them up. But I'm sure it, you have horror stories. Of I do. Of people not picking up their books and yeah. just leaving you with, you know I mean? The bill. It, it's, it's, we're pretty aggressive here about yeah. like staying on top of it. Um, it does happen sometimes. Usually what ends up happening is uh, it's a customer I really like, like you, Cameron. Uh, oh, no. And and I now you just keep letting him go. And, you know, he's going to get it. He's going to get it, you know. And then before you know it, it's like uh, that person maybe wasn't honest about what they were able to get, you yeah. know. Um, and when that becomes apparent, then it sucks. Uh, but most of the time, I'm pretty – I'm pretty aggressive. I get, you know, yeah. like you got to come get your books. Like don't, don't sign up for this thing unless you're going to get it. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, we, we, we stay on top of it and our customers are pretty good about it. Uh, I would say, please don't put your book out on the shelf. I will. I, by the way, all of y'all, all of y'all pull customers. If I'm just pretending that all my pull customers are listening to us right now, you should be. Um, I hope they will. Uh, 
I see, I know all of the books you guys put back on the shelf, all of them, <laughs> all of them. And just because I'm not saying anything about it doesn't mean that I don't know about it. Yeah. Uh, oh my goodness. Please, please buy the book that you asked for. Don't put it on the shelf. I have lots of ways of finding out. I maybe don't always have the time to go run you down and, and, yeah. and do a thing about it. Um, and, and you're probably buying more stuff and making me more money than that. And then yeah. I just let it go and I don't care. But I see you. You are seen. That you are is, not an invisible ninja. That is so funny because I actually just do the opposite. Where it's like I'll get my pull list, and then I'm like, well, it's now that I'm here, I got a mosey. What what else came out this week? I forgot about, and yeah. I just end up with at least no matter what, every single week, at least like three more books. On you bring top. more books to the counter. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. It's, that's just like I, that's what I've learned is my kryptonite um okay so then actually going back to what you hand new people yeah i also wanted to so and again because you're an indie horror fan with such like a niche taste but it's yours so that's the we know the book that it's easiest to hand first-time readers what about what is your favorite book to hand first-time readers oh you like if well like if they come in because a lot of people do come in and say oh uh i'm kind of like this what would you recommend and if they, that recommendation lines up with something like right now uh i haven't i just bought the trade but don't knock me i haven't read something is killing the children and, right. <laughs> and someone and someone's like uh oh man i really want this like uh niche horror book and, uh, and like it, like you're fall, falling right into my wheelhouse exactly what's what what is oh, the that's book? a good question um something kills killing children does get just because again that's something is killed killing the children is like saga for the horror genre oh um, cool it, it's uh, the reason why it's so popular is because it is a horror book it you know yeah it, it, it does reflect its title but it's uh, got great characters it's got a great plot that's um awesome. it's a it's a lot more palatable in the mainstream um but you know if somebody's looking for something even weirder i mean that's kind of like Go I, for I, it. I, yeah i don't know um uh, let's see. Ultra Mega right now is my all-time favorite. That's oh. my favorite book of the year. Um, it is the intersection of, uh, I love Godzilla. I love like kaiju, yeah. kaiju stuff. Um, it is, uh, it's drawn by, it's all written and drawn by James Heron, who I'll answer one of the other, who definitely one of my favorite artists, uh, working artists. And he, uh, and then again, back to like, who's your favorite writer? Who's your favorite artist? Pro I think my favorite genre of creator are artists that, realize that they don't need a writer to make their books yeah and it turns out they're good at it uh right. now there, there are some artists that dark knight returns right there like, yeah dude uh there are a lot of artists that do sometimes try to do writing and it's like okay maybe it's just their work <laughs> uh but like a lot of the times um some of the purest most wonderful comic book experiences are writer artists or artist writers i would think because yeah. it's usually it's usually an artist first and then a writer kind of like they, they they figure out they can it's all part of the same thing it's storytelling yeah. um so anyway this dude james heron um i think he's been just one of the legit coolest coolest fucking artists um but kind of under the radar a little bit like for the mainstream like he he did a lot of work on the hellboy stuff uh, i did a book called rumble with john arcudi who's another excellent writer um but Ultra Mega, like, man, when I heard he was doing this and it was all going to be him and he was just going to, he was just going to fucking jam. He was just going to like, here I am. I'm James Heron. Are you guys into this? And it's a giant oversized first issue. And I didn't know if it was going to like hit with people or not, but I said, fuck it. I'm going to get a lot anyway, because I'm, I'm yeah, so yeah. excited for this book. So let's see how many other people are excited about it. It's been a huge hit, um, yeah. huge hit from Skybound, uh, Kirkman's company. So that means that, you know, they're trying to get that turned into something. That's usually what Sky, Skybound means. Like oh. you get into Kirkman's brand, uh, 
I think that the way it works is that he gets a little taste and you get a better chance of your thing getting turned into a movie or a TV series yeah. or a video game or what have you. Um, and uh, so I, anyway, I was so happy to see that people pick, picked it out. I should say what the book is. So it's like the perfect intersection. And I didn't even know I needed this in my life. It's a kaiju horror book. Um, oh my God. It is like it's it's kaijus and it's all the giant destruction that you would want mixed with this gnarly body horror. Um, yeah. And uh, when I got to the end of the first, uh, closer to the end of the first uh, issue, which is huge and oversized, and they asked him, like, why did you decide to do the, the uh, like a 60 page issue? I think it's 60, it might be even more. Um, he said, you know, I've never written before. It's so damn hard. I'm, it's so hard just thinking about that. I don't want to think about 22 page uh, 22 page page breaks, uh, yeah. uh, chapter breaks. Um, I'm just gonna, this is just what my first chapter is. Okay. So this yeah. is a giant oversized first issue. You get to the end of it. And one of these, like it's called ultra mega and people look at it and they go, it's ultra man. I'm like, it's very inspired by ultra man. Like the look of it, like these guys, um, but you flip it open and it ain't no ultra man. Um, anyway, so, but one of these kind of ultra man style characters, he gets his head taken off, just completely decapitated and he's massive. He's so big and he's so big that, you get this, you know, Japanese movie samurai movie style blood gush just coming out of the the neck wound, so much so that it's causing a flood on uh, the 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 people below on the streets, like literally so much blood, and these people are so small compared to how big he is. It's like this uh, flood out of a disaster movie, and these characters, you you've gone from this giant monster things fighting each other, and then you get like really micro, go down to the street level, and there's wow. these people that are just trying to outrun this this torrent of of, <sighs> of kaiju juice. Oh and my God. Uh, there's a mother with a kid in her hands, and she's uh, she's running, and she realizes I'm not going to make it, so she just takes her kid raises it above her head as much as she possibly can. Um, of course, it goes oh, the, all the blood washes over, goes right over her head, but her kid is uh, just out of uh, a safe, right. safe harm's way, and the blood coagulates. It's blood. So the people, and I love the faces that Cameron's making right oh. now. I, it's amazing. This, this is this is this is like this is so this is like feeding me right now. Yeah. Um, but now you get to know like Ryan and like what he's into. Good. So. Um, all of that was like such a perfect intersection of like, that's horrific, but also that's such a weird, innovative new thing to yeah. do with a genre that I've seen 10 billion movies of before. And it's done by this artist that has so much energy and verve uh, to everything he's doing. I love Ultra Mega. Yeah. Uh, um, you literally just looking at the covers, like the color palette looks like really beautiful. Yeah. Like, it's really wild. Lots of energy. So back to your a million years ago your question if somebody was like i want it, i want something weird i want something you know different i'd be like all right i got you like, yeah check, exactly. check out this new book ultra mega well because yeah i'd and i because i'm very much you know again like i said my first year here i was just and even my first two years i was just buying dc yeah. like because i was i was always a dc guy by the way i'm also a dc boy and oh, it has nothing yeah. to do with other than uh an animated series all the way. Always. Uh, grew up with Batman animated series, Superman animated series, Justice League Unlimited, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It, 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 even if I fall away from DC from a little bit, they're all those characters are always in my heart. <laughs> That's good to hear. Yeah, exactly. And I think if, if if Marvel or like DC was to like make anything like 
just be making animated series because that's how you hook. Like it put money and attention and time into this generation because how many comic fans do you know already who who just watched like Teen Titans right. and Justice League? Right. That's just those two. And so many people like are now that's that's why this catharsis and like major I think that's why the industry is so successful because those kids grew up and now have the money to spend on We're already yeah. seeing this. So like Miles Morales for example, I am of the I guess uh, 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 hot take opinion yeah. that I think he will overtake Peter Parker in popularity at some point. Um, oh yeah, and I think that's just by the very nature of these younger generations growing up with into the Spider Verse, yeah. and he's omnipresent. He's in video games. He's he's here. He's there, and he hasn't even made like his live action debut or any, yeah, anything exactly. like that. Um, and I, I'm already seeing that like, oh, this kid who has his favorite character, it's Miles Morales, and he'll. Uh, people will be like Peter Parker. Oh, oh, he was the oh he was the first Spider Man. Okay, yeah, exactly. I keep waiting for the same thing to happen to Nightwing, uh, because right uh, now, man, if you have a collection of New Teen Titans that comes in, the first thing you're looking for is Deathstroke. Uh, yeah, number two, yeah. But, but everybody, I think, is ignoring Tales first of, Nightwing. Tales um, of the Teen Titans. I think it's number I, forty-two. I, I really think that they are because you know people go, oh, well, Dick Grayson goes way back. I'm like, of course, but nobody, a nobody can afford that comic. B, um, you know. There, I think eventually, if you know, if if Warner Brothers or whoever can kind of get their shit together, Nightwing will become a character that's just Nightwing, yeah, uh, without any like necessarily tethered uh, to his his yeah. past or history. Um, and I won't, th- I, I I think that that that's another little, you know, I'm not I'm not like Comic Tom or whatever, but that that's yeah. those things I think about. I keep hanging on to those first Nightwings if they're in good condition. Oh yeah. Uh, cause I, I, I think that at some point they're going to finally like introduce Nightwing to the world. Yeah. Um, it's just like, it's, he's, you talk about best kept secrets in comics. It's yeah. like, and, and people know about him, but I'm like, man, like even I'd say even on top of that, two things because Nightwing is my, my, my DC boy, like probably favorite DC okay. character. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a cliche. I like Daredevil and I like Nightwing. Yeah. Like, those are the, they're basically the same person except for another not. Why? Cause they both have the uh, batons and jump have, around or the what? Yeah. Pretty much. They don't have capes. They're yeah, so, they're true, so hard boiled, yeah. but like, uh, Two things. Number one, everyone go read. I think I'd also recommend holding on to the Chuck Dixon Nightwing series, like his first yeah. solo book. That one is uh, that series is all time. But you're seeing all of that influence now in the current Tom Taylor Nightwing series, and to the point where I didn't get the chance to pick it up, so I had to pay twenty bucks to go get the first print. No joke on eBay, and it's like go pick those up. Tom Tom Taylor's the perfect guy to take that on, and Bruno Redondo's art is giving us all of the feels. We uh, so they did a second printing for eighty. 81 i can't remember now yeah. it's on the stands right now and it's this awesome cover uh of all of the different versions of dick grayson um doing the uh, the wall crawl uh yeah. from batman 66 yeah. um with a little alfred at the at the end of it uh holding up a little uh, little baby uh, dick grayson's uh, oh. uh, uh cape up and then at the other end batgirl um and it's a beautiful cover uh, and we tried to recreate it on TikTok. <laughs> it was so dumb. But uh, Bruno Redondo saw it and, and, and it made him laugh. So That guy, that artist. I'm so glad to see like after that his all-star Suicide Squad run with Tom Taylor again to now doing that. Like That's, I think, right now one of my new favorite just artist-writer collab yeah, teams. Because sure. I think I, I'll piggyback off your uh, favorite writer. Like when your favorite artist becomes a writer, it's like, you know, that's, I got Sean Murphy for that. I got like so many great people having that potential. But I also think that 
give me a give me Geiger, give me Gary Frank oh, and yeah. Jeff Johns like Geiger's collabing. Great. It's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> give me it's same thing with now. I think Bruno Redondo and Tom Taylor. Yeah. And then like there's so many like good all-star teams that you also know, like if their names are on a book, I like that's my other thing when it comes to buying new titles is like find out what writers you like and then just go follow them around. And then you'll potentially have a take on a character that you wouldn't have read before, but their take is one of the better takes. Yeah, definitely. Um, when you're getting into comic books, that's certainly an easier way to do it. Um, most people do follow writers just because most yeah. people like identify with story more than they say. Yeah. It takes a little bit longer to appreciate artwork, I think, for some folks. Of course. Um, and uh, and then, yeah, follow creative teams. You know, we got people to follow Brubaker and Phillips around everywhere they go. That's right? me. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, and or follow a character. Yeah, a lot of yeah. people will also just follow a character. But a, a lot of people just follow the writer. It's a very easy thing to do. Yeah, I'm at this place now, too, where you are like literally the only person I can talk to about this because you're retailing them, whether or not you've read them, but I'm like, you just know what I'm talking about. Uh, James Tinian's one of those people where it's like, I just read Batman Monthly because it's like, you know, I'll never, that was the first book on my poll. This is the comic that got me into all the comics, you know, even from a younger age, the show that got me into all of it anyways. And so uh, I just, I started reading uh, his Batman run and it reminds me of my favorite, which is the Chuck Dixon Batman stuff. And so then I was like, wow. I'm, I'm really enjoying this. There's a so, lot of Bane going on there, right? And Oh, no, that was more Chuck, Tom King's run. Yeah, but even even in the Chuck Dixon stuff. So, uh, Tom, so Chuck Dixon created Bane, right? Yep. Okay, that's just making sure. Yeah, like all the all the Nightfall Generation stuff. But even before that, and yep. all the Bat Family books he was doing, um, I'm just getting like, you know, hit, uh, Tinian's run on Detective Comics was very reminiscent of just like the Bat Family that Chuck Dixon did, and he just understands he had a whole Tim Drake thing, and I'm like, that's my boy. Yeah. And so, like, uh, it's just now that I'm reading more of his stuff, I'm just like, ooh, like I really like his take on characters, and so I, I just realized that I like that, and yeah. then I follow him everywhere. So now I'm kicking myself, but I'm at the point where next time he he has he comes out with a new indie number one, I'm probably gonna pick it up because well, you just missed it. I know. Which one? A nice house in the lake. Where is it? I'm sold out. Well, of course it did. <laughs> so I got my, more I'm not going, I got more cardstock covers in, in, in my head. It like again though. See, that's what that that comes with doing your homework. And I'm like, also I think I think that's the part of the homework too. Yeah. It's just like, hey, try new things and then you know, see what see what you like and see what you don't. I think it's t- I do think it's tough to do that until you started developing your taste. And the more you read, the yeah. more you'll figure that out. You know? Exactly. Just follow it where it leads. I have people that both on both ends of the spectrum, people that just enjoy reading comic books, just the pure joy of it. And they don't really care about yeah. collecting. Um, they eventually figure out their tastes, like what they, what, what kind of stories they like to read, what kind of artwork they like to look at. And then ditto for collectors. You have people that kind of, when they're getting into collecting, they weren't sure what they were doing. They, they, they got a, they got a key here and a key there. And, you know, just kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of a, it's a broad cross section of things. Yeah. And then they, then they cash out their collection. Cause they're like, then they, they say to me, they go, I was, I didn't really know what I was doing. Now I'm more dialed in. I kind of, I know what I want to collect, you know? Uh, I have a girl who just started getting into collecting and she's like, she came in right out of the gate knowing what she wanted to do. She loved the Guardians of the Galaxy movies so much. That's all she wants to collect. Uh, And, uh, and I'm like, that's what, that's so cool for you. You know how, you know how many steps you just jumped? Like, yeah. And the Guardians aren't even that unattainable. She, I sold her the the original '90s run oh, uh, right here did. in the shop. Yeah, and I'm like, that was all the hard work. Um, like, the, like the Abnet and Landing run, like before that, dude. Oh they go. God. That's uh, like Jim the, Valentino. Oh, um, you in the Jim? Val- yeah, yeah. Wow. So not the character. She, she's getting everything, even if it's not the characters from the movie. Good um, for so, you, though. So she started there, and but she's been working it, you know. And she get, and then she, yeah, she get the Abnet and Landing stuff. I had the first Guardians for her. I gave her that. She, she could running around trying to get War Kings and. Uh, 
uh, uh, annihilation oh and all those different annihilations where I would have assumed to start. I have, how's this? I've never even read a guardians book. Not even the Kate's uh, read. I, ba- I barely read any. Yeah. Um, but I can, I know, I know how to point the way. Anyway, exactly. it, it, it helps to figure out what be honest with yourself, figure out what you like, you know, yeah, what are yeah, your yeah. tastes? Yeah. And like, don't try and read something to, to impress your friend or something. Like, yeah, find that out what you like. And that's the cool part. Again, like it's like, it's a little secret for you. Um, that's awesome. Okay. Well, I guess I want to, I don't want to take all your time, but I guess, uh, two more questions sure. or three more. Cause I, there's one I definitely really want to know. Number one, uh, oh, well, it's the first two. Favorite writer, favorite artist. Uh, but you can also break it down by genre, too, yeah, if you'd like. It's tough. I, I've been thinking about that for the last three hours. Uh, you, <laughs> it's you, my favorite question. You, you sent me that, and I'm like, that's so. it should be so easy, but it's really not. Um, so for favorite writer, I'm I'm going to go with like actual classic writers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and not necessarily like writer artists, because that's actually kind of where... I think all of my my current like fascination <laughs> you're like lies. they're all the same person <laughs> yeah um the the daywalker they the boast of both worlds uh but um you know that british invasion stuff still sits with me even if i don't go back and revisit it yeah. i'm kind of scared to go back and revisit it i'm afraid that I, there's something that i'm going to pick apart that maybe i didn't before but the impact that guys like alan moore neil gaiman uh garth ennis warren ellis um uh, graham morrison um yeah, yeah. Uh, uh these guys just completely rewired my brain for what uh yeah. comic books could be and um i'm still constantly oh for people that are trying for that kind of style of writing i'm always still using them as the benchmark um Ooh. for 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 what they're doing and i still think to this day like i think i think watchmen is unassailable i think that um sandman is still like pretty incredible um yeah i, I you know i think that well, it's later, but like All Star Superman, I think is uh, no, it's, uh, uh, just a piece of art. Yeah, uh, th- their their effect on the industry is not done. No, you know what I mean, and even their impacts because they're continuing. Um, out of all of that stuff, uh, even that, like probably Preacher, or I would yeah. say Saga Swamp Thing, and so yeah. those those two things, and then. But I'm not gonna. I'm not ready to say like Garth Ennis is my favorite writer because I think Garth Ennis has done a bunch of bullshit. Uh, lots and lots of bullshit. You gotta um, take all of it. Um, and so I'm not ready here to be like, oh, he's the best. He's the favorite writer. But I, Preacher means a lot to me. I did a video on that when I was doing YouTube stuff. Um, and then uh, Saga the Swamp Thing specifically out of Al Moore's total whatever I think is the purest comic booking. Um, yeah. it, it's even, even though Watchmen's kind of perfect, it's like a clock. It's like a watch. It's, it's, yeah. it, it operates like a perfect tool. Um, I don't always want that from a comic book. Saga Swamp Thing is messy. It's figuring it out as it goes. It's, yeah. it's wild and imaginative. It, it, it dares itself and, and pushes itself uh, beyond boundaries. Um, and constantly one ups itself as it goes. Um, I, I think it, at, at a, in a sense, I think it is kind of the purest uh, comic book experience. Yeah. Um, so I'll, that's because I don't know how to have one answer. So I guess Alan Moore and Garth Ennis, those sync, those particular things. Those are two, honestly. And like you, before we even go into artists, which is great because you actually gave me, like you changed my opinion on greatest artist because uh, the perspective that you brought to it. Cause I remember, you know, that's how you and I really met is like, you know, I'd be buying my books and then we'd start a conversation and da, 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 da. And like you, you said, cause I was, I think I asked you that back then too, but, or I was telling you mine. And I think I said Jim Lee at the time, which obviously I think Jim Lee, he's amazing. He deserves all the credit that he receives. Yeah. Um, you know, all the glory, but you you said something like, Oh, like I'm not, 
I just want guys. I want to be able to see their facial expressions, <laughs> and like that thing, like changed. Can I? Can everything. I? Can I take that back? No, because me, Jim Lee actually a, actually is very good with facial expressions. Of I, and I feel like a jerk for. Or I said, I said, I, said, I could have said him. I could have said Jason Fabic. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But but even but like, mostly that's not what people think about. They think about the physique. They think about the cool poses. Yeah. The uh, the detail. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're good. You're good. Like I just think that you. How's this? Neither I'm. Ne- I'm never gonna knock. Uh, uh, like Jim Lee. I'm never gonna knock. He and also met him in a con one time. The nicest person in the oh, entire absolutely. world. And and just like you talk about people who just had the purest love for comics. Yeah. that is who that is. Definitely. Um, but I'm. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to knock him. But really, what I'm trying to say is like you offered me a new perspective into that, and yeah. then it changed my answer because it changed the way I look at artists. Yeah. And that and that's what I was really trying to say. Right, not right. at the expense of Jim Lee. But yeah. No, I, I, and thank you. That actually honors me. I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm very, uh, uh, flattered by that. Um, yes. I, I mean, not art is not a spectrum, but you know, it's easy to think of it that way. There's some folks that are striving towards the uncanny Valley, right? Or they're, or they're trying, yeah. they're, they're trying to make things look, uh, cool by looking not even necessarily realistic because like Alex yeah. Ross is realistic, right? Alex and, and unattainably realistic. And, and Alex Ross is insane you know literally uh, yeah and but and, and i recognize it and maybe this is kind of more kind of i look at alex ross and i go that is incredible but i don't fetishize it the way some other folks do i completely understand why and he yeah, deserve yeah. he deserves all of that but it's not the thing that it's not the thing that gives me a heart on um but 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 <laughs> i, like, I fetishize different things uh, but i fetishize different things but it but but what he's doing is like magic it's an it's insane yeah. um but like jim lee falls somewhere along there where he's kind of go for realism he's not alex ross right but yeah, things that are like things that are doing things with artwork that I've never seen before uh, is yeah. is is the most exciting thing for me. And sometimes that means some stuff that's really weird, um, but still gets the story across. There's also things like actual storytelling, and what I mean by that is composition. I mean uh, the flow of the narrative, uh, yeah. uh, this panel panel distribution, panel composition. Um, this is kind of like the secret art of uh, comic books, and the artists are the ones that that do this uh yeah. unless you're alan moore in which case you you direct everything within an inch of your life from your script which is not how most people write their comic books um and so my favorite artists are weird um yeah, I, I, I i like uh richard corbin um i like guy davis i like james heron as i mentioned i like daniel warren johnson is somebody who's like you popping really like off him. i really love daniel is he warren doing, johnson. he's doing a bitter ray bill right he's now. doing better ray bill right now yeah and so these guys that are like kind of have these wilder looser styles but like also just just full of energy and um yeah. uh impact and um you know, and they uh, and they're getting this mainstream uh, uh, recognition now, and it's it's really cool. Um, yeah, I guess I guess those are my boys. Oh, Mike Mignola, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, of course. Um, Hellboy is my all time favorite comic book. Easily, yeah. um, I, I've dedicated hours and hours and hours to talking about it on YouTube, um, and. Uh, you know, so you couldn't be any more different than that. It's just shapes, you know, yeah, like yeah, this yeah. use of negative space and. Um, using it to tell stories. Uh, Mike Mignola is incredible writer artist. He would never think of himself as a writer. He's too down on himself, but he's, yeah. a, he's a good storyteller. He's just not yeah. necessarily amazing dialogue Smith, but uh, a very good storyteller. Um, John Arcudi is another guy who I feel like hasn't gotten his due. Um, yeah. I, I think he's an excellent writer. Um, nobody knows his name. Uh, he did a lot of licensed comics and other people's stuff. Yeah. Um, he's got a book out right now called two moons. It's pretty cool. It's like a civil war horror comic. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that guy did a book called The Creep that I talked about on my YouTube oh, channel. Okay, okay. Uh, you do with did with uh, uh, with uh, Cameron Stewart. Now I feel bad. It's not Cameron Stewart. That's okay. Um, oh, you love that book so much. What a jerk. Um, <laughs> it's not Cameron Stewart. Uh, what the hell is that guy's name? He's amazing. Anyway, The Creep is great. Um, I, I, I read it every year and it's amazing. Uh, I, I know we're going over time. So no, no, no. how's that for writers and artists? Is that, is that enough? That's enough. <laughs> you know what? It, I'm t- I, I was John, really- Jonathan Case. It's Jonathan Case, I think, is the artist. I'm the looking up The Creep comic. That's why That's why I was grabbing my phone. I'm like, I don't care if we're over time. I have no time frame on this. Um, yeah, no, you... Uh, it's John Arcudi. There you go. Yeah, John Arcudi, Jonathan Case. Okay. Oh, look at you! You yeah. you got it before my phone I, did. I I I, uh, I rebounded. Um, really no, because you you made me realize too with with that sentiment. It's like it made it made an artist like uh, Kevin McGuire who did Just yeah. League International, where I'm like I just look at all the facial expressions. Yeah, in that's there. a perfect example. Exactly, and that's what I mean. And then yeah. it made me realize I was like I realized that my favorite artist is yeah. actually like and and I mean for my bread and butter comics, I have a lot of favorite artists, but. Uh, and that's why that 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 question art is subjective, but also there is narrative in the pages. And when I'm having a story told to me through that medium, if it, it, it if it shows up to me like that, it's just like wow. So uh, not Kim McGuire, but Lionel Francis Yu, oh, who yeah. did Secret Invasion. I think even though he doesn't do pupil sometimes, it really irritates me. <laughs> I literally think he is the most beautiful artist in the way he inks and the way he does everything. I'm just like I'm mesmerized by every page that he puts out. Uh, Gary Frank. Yeah. It, it, it's almost cliche to say, but I'm just like, he is, especially lately. I don't, I'm, I read his old Supergirl stuff, wasn't in love with it, but I was like, oh my gosh, like, go just flip through Doomsday Clock and like, every single color on that, or every single cover on that book is all those variants and everything were just like, it's so good. And yeah. So- Gary Frank is rad. He, he's like, He's he's an interesting guy because like I feel like he he's just as popular to DC fans as like your Jason Faybach or, yeah. or uh but he is he's scratchier he is he's rougher and I, yeah. I I'm way more into that um it's so cool and 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 stuff like Geiger guy by the way I'm I'm, I'm in love with Geiger I, I, I only read the I, first this year Geiger's fantastic um there's only two um oh great <laughs> but like in addition to him just being a good illustrator like he's a really good storyteller uh, he he really understands yeah. how to how to uh, get the image across clearly so you understand what's going on. Um, yeah, I could go on forever. And I mean, also, Gary, Gary Frank is really good. I just freaking love those two. And then, you know, the gone too soon. Darwin Cook always hurts me. The Darwin most. Cook is the, what the beating heart of DC comics seemingly, yeah. you know, I mean, and I know he did other things besides DC comics, but like yeah. he, he's, I feel like forever and always going to be associated with DC characters, uh, because yeah. I think everybody's still catching up to, uh, to what he understood about those characters and, yeah. and, and how to draw them when it, when it comes to, and I think that's again, Oh, that's, that's my writer artist. Like when, yeah, for sure. Cause oh my gosh, he, when you, there's, there's very special times again, like once you have your taste and you're reading other people's interpretations, it comes to like, when you see someone who just fully understands or maybe meets you where you're at with, with through a character and like understands them the way you understand them it's the most perfect, beautiful thing. And like, I think he did that for so many characters for DC. Like, I think that's what new frontier is, is like, that's how I see all of those characters and he just nails them. Yeah. If you're looking for a good, uh, entryway into DC comics, you, you can't, you can't go wrong with new frontier. Oh, yeah. uh, um, we have that here in the store. Always, oh and, yeah. Uh, just, yeah. Just a quick tip there. Cause you get a sampling of characters, right? You get, yeah. you get a cross section of the, the classic, uh, the uh, entire universe. Yeah. 
it's like you like I'm like hey, if you haven't read Challenges of the Unknown, they have time in that book, and it's just like oh man, it's just a great like sampler for all yeah, of it. There's a Task Force X, right? And oh, well, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They, yeah, they have like OG Suicide Squad, Black, it's, Black Hawks, and yeah. Oh my, it's just like the best. It's a love letter and yeah. to DC. And it, you know what? If you're for a Marvel fan, go read Marvels because it's yeah. the same kind of thing. Right. Uh, Back to Alex Ross again. Oh, my man. Well, you know, you're right. You're right. I think he... Oh, go read Kingdom Come. Can you read Kingdom Come, man. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be like that today. Uh, but, okay. That's, I was like, oh, man, you're talking about your favorites. I just want to talk about my favorites now. No, that's, it's okay. It's, that's a di- this, it's a dialogue, man. That's it's a how ba- this goes. It's a back and forth. It's just like, oh, my gosh. Like, you're right. That is so good. This is also super good. And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us agreeing. Um, You know, Ryan, I think that's about as many questions I had for you. Cool. I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk no, about. I I just want to reiterate again the uh, Alex's bar thing. Um, yeah, comics where, for a cause. Yeah, comics for a cause for sure. You get to have some fun. Come home with some cool. I was about to say swag. It's not swag. I have. <laughs> I put like, dude. There's like. There's good stuff in there. I have a. There's a Watchmen set in there. Um, there oh my god. Yeah. There's a Watchmen set. Whole full set. Um, that was hard too because I have. That is hard to part I with. Ha- I have like a couple of sets that I'm putting together. Yeah. That are missing. Like, and you know how hard that is because yeah. nobody has just one issue. You know, they either have the set or they have have the first four issues or something. You know, it's very difficult. But um, I had a set. I'm giving them the set. Um, What else? We have Batman Year One. Uh, There's an Alien Number One First Print. Uh, Oh, my goodness. uh, And then a bunch of really cool graphic novels. There's like some Frank Frazetta art books. There's... uh, omnibuses. Um, there, there's a lot of really cool things in there. Um, oh, wow, so you're very kind. So just be, be, uh, be selfish. Don't even care about the cause. Like you can, you, you get a good come up, um, and drink some beers and, uh, food. They're doing tacos, uh, oh, from supply and demand. So fun. it's going to be great. Awesome. 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 Well, you know, I definitely am going to go, I'm looking forward to it and you know, I'll probably try and do some sort of video thing. Uh, I want to, I want to broadcast it cause it could be fun and to go and, you know, meet, meet new friends. It's for, for me, it's also like, it's a very cool networking opportunity because this is a thing that happened. Like the podcast started in the pandemic and like the goal is to be able to talk to people about comics and have a platform to talk to people. I've always wanted to about, you know I mean? I just to talk to people I want to about comics and in the industry, not in the industry. So Ryan, it was so fun having oh, this you. This is great. I want to have you back and whenever I'll do it again, oh. let's focus on something. Yeah. Right. Cause I can't, I don't know how to focus on anything. This is great. So if we have like a, a like a, let's pick a book to talk about and then yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tear into it with oh, all yeah. my teeth. We've uh, you know, you know what I'm really looking, I need to read that. I think you might be the guy for is miracle man. Yeah, let's do it. I, um, I read it not that long ago. I'm down okay. for a reread. Um, and I was, that was my first time reading it actually was last year. Uh, so yeah. perfect. I think I, I bought it here during the quarantine and I was like, Oh my gosh. But it's 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 Shazami. It's uh it's Mo- Alan Moore, and it's like it's great. It, you just recently did a whole thing on the Invincible show, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so without spoiling, because I know people haven't seen the show, oh, yeah. uh, but the f- finale of Invincible. Yeah. Can I at least use the words? Yeah. Carnage. That's probably not a spoiler. That's not. No, I'll not for say, Invincible. I'll just yeah. say Carnage. Uh, you know, I we had some Mr. Uh, miracle. I mean, sorry, some Miracle Man issues that we were going through, and I couldn't figure out why this one was going for like more money than these other ones. I'm like, okay, well, this was uh, Death of uh, this is Miracle Man versus Kid Miracle Man. Yeah. Uh, death Death of Kid Miracle Man in this issue. You haven't read this yet, so you don't know what this means yet. I read some of it. I read like the first three issues. Uh, this is uh, somewhat early on, so it's not yeah. like a huge spoiler. Um, but I hadn't seen it in a long time. I'm picking up, I'm flipping through it, and I'm like, this was the inspiration for. 
that finale. Oh. Uh, and it, of course, in the comic book first, yeah, with Kirkman. But Kirkman, there's no way. There's a connection there, you know? Of course, uh, so of course, of course. Fun course. thing to think, fun thing to talk about. It's all about source material here. All right. Awesome. Well, th- Ryan, thank you so much. Thank it, you. Uh, please tell them the socials for uh, Pulp Fiction Comics. Yeah. Uh, please follow us on Instagram. We're just Pulp Fiction Long Beach. Yeah. Um, uh, that's probably where we get the most amount of people. Uh, we're Pulp Fiction Long Beach on Facebook as well. Got a yeah. lot of people going on there. Uh, we are on YouTube. I don't really do anything special there just yet, but we have our we uh, uh, simulcast the 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 live shows uh, to multiple platforms. I guess we're on Twitch now. I don't know anything about that. Fine. Um, and uh, uh, and then uh, also you can join our newsletter. Um, by just coming at the shop. It's and a great newsletter. Oh, thanks. Uh, I'm glad somebody looks at it. <laughs> I do. It tells me what books are coming out. <laughs> yeah, weekly. yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, follow us on that stuff, and especially on Instagram. That's for me personally. I, I that seems to be the place where if I'm <laughs> it's late at night and I've had a couple drinks or something, and I wanna yeah, I wanna yeah. really go off on something I just read. Um, that, that's usually where it ends up landing. Good, um, good, good. So. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks so much, Ryan. We will see you at Comics for a Cause. Looking forward to it, and I'll definitely... And check I, out Cameron Reed's comics. Oh, yeah. You're already here, so thank you. Um, Alrighty, guys. We will see you later. All right.